on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. Of course, presented by BetMGM. Coming up 20 minutes from now, lightning bets are fair plays for tonight as we have a Thursday night football game. But week eight of the NFL starts tonight. And then, of course, we get all the games this coming weekend. Let's dive into some of these line moves. We, we opened the show today with some injury stuff. And what, one thing we touched on briefly in the beginning, but um, we have a quarterback switch, right? We have some uncertainty health-wise with Tannehill, but if he's healthy, he's going to start. Uncertainty health-wise with Derek Carr, obviously he starts if he's healthy and, and probably will. But how about the – got a switch this week. we got Andy Dalton as the quarterback of the Saints now, even though Jameis Winston is healthy. What are the Saints doing? Like what I, is, think what is the point yeah. I think Might that was the case last Thursday. Yeah. I think that was the case last Thursday, don't you? Um, yeah, when I saw those pick sixes, I thought for sure it's going to be Jameis next week. Because it sounded like he was healthy last week, too. But now they're going out of their way to make this announcement. Yes, Jameis Winston is healthy enough to play, but our choice is to go with Andy Dalton. I thought they were going to, to switch again. Maybe they don't want to pull the old switcheroo. Maybe it's a, uh, a short leash for Andy Dalton in this spot. Um, a bit unlucky. I know they were bad throws, but to have back-to-back pick sixes, like you don't see that. That doesn't happen a whole lot. The Saints are very confusing. They still are very good against the run amongst the best. They've struggled against the pass. They need Lattimore to get healthy so we can match up with Devontae in this matchup. So that's going to be a big part of the handicap here. Offensively, the numbers say they're fine. In fact, they're really good. They are putting up points in most of these games. They're top five in yards per play and success rate. They're number two in the NFL, adjusted line yards. They do well in the red zone. Overall, net yards per play, they're pretty good. The problem has been just the passing defense so far. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you wonder, like, what's what's going on? Um, Do they just not like Jameis in that building? It's kind of strange. Well, I mean, that was Sean Payton's project, right? He brought him in, thought he could fix him and take a guy that has some arm talent and make him a smarter quarterback and a more efficient quarterback. He's not there anymore. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's a good maybe point. Maybe the staff doesn't love him at, at the quarterback position. I mean, I think they're in trouble. I mean, either way. I mean, that's a, it's a weird like, transition for the franchise. Like, they need a quarterback. They need a real quarterback. And they don't have one on that roster right now. But, but don't you also think that – it's so bad, even though they're two and five, they could win that division. They could. They could get to. Eight. I think they can. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't it shock be me. A, I don't. It would be a bad record. Yeah, they need Michael yeah. Thomas to this, get healthy. They need Jarvis Landry to get healthy. Like the the injury bug has been uh, brutal on them. This is a move by defensive coach, going against the reput Jameis's reputation. It's and it's a weird like. Contradiction because we just saw Andy Dalton throw two picks, two pick sixes. Right, right. But I think in Dennis Allen's mind, he's probably like, all right, this guy can move us up and down the field a little bit at a time, avoid turnovers for the most part. He's the safer play. This is a defensive mm-hmm. head coach trying to go with the safer play. And even though, and Jameis's reputation, fair or not, and I'm not saying it's not unfair, but is, you know, three picks, three touchdowns. And Dennis Allen probably wants none of that. Don't you – okay, with how their season has started, I don't know. I would welcome some of that high variance. Yes. Okay, we're, it, 
You're going to get us. We're two and five, man. Get us a game where we're going to we're going to put forty on the board, right? And we're going up against the Raiders this week. Has a defense that's near the bottom, but they also have a really good offense. So we're going to need some of that variance. That's how I would look at it. I would love this game. Yep. Yeah. Or it should have been. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You go two and six. Ugh. In that division. The other line movement that stood out that that page and we had um when we had some guests on uh, I think it was Jill earlier mentioned the Patriots um they're up to two and a half now despite the quarterback uncertainty think about it they got beat up by the Bears in prime time and yet this number is growing this was one and a half on Monday before the game before the Patriots lost now they're up to two and a half against the Jets and I get it the Jets this is a bad spot for the Jets Brees Hall was their whole offense he's mm-hmm. out. They lost Elijah Vera Tucker, who's been their best offensive lineman. And now they got to go block Matthew Judon and the Patriots front. And Zach Wilson, under pressure, is one of the worst quarterbacks ever. I mean, like, there's any pressure, and he just melts right now. I know the Jets are a good story, and maybe their defense keeps this close. 40 and a half is a total, but under a field goal, Belichick against Zach Wilson? I think he destroyed him twice last year. I like the Pats. Zach Wilson under pressure. And now we got Belichick off a double-digit loss to a crappy mm-hmm. Bears team. Prime time. Like, I understand. So, a week ago, we were hearing from oddsmakers, there's no difference between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. No difference. So, after Monday, is this like the spot where people are coming in on the Patriots side? Or are they telling us, no, there is a difference, even though he was only out there a couple of series. We saw enough from Zappi, well, you know, like three quarters about, let's say. Um, And we don't like it. You know, even though Mac Jones struggled, Mac Jones is worth more to the point spread. Is that, did they make an adjustment this week? I find that interesting. What do you think, Aaron? Uh, I definitely would be on the Patriots side. Uh, I think this is, the Brees Hall injury is so so deflating and probably depressing to the entire roster. I don't know what else they can do. And, I mean, it's Belichick against Zach Wilson coming off that loss. Um, it's a division game. I think the Patriots are the right side here. Do we know what's happening with the quarterback position? It's Mac Jones for sure. Took 90% like of back. the snaps yesterday. Yeah, 90%. that's what I thought. I mean, that whole thing is weird. Uh, I, I hope they list, like, props for both of them. I want to take a look. What is? Unders. What is Are, do you guys believe in Belichick still? Like, I know we're talking yeah, about do. him coming off that loss in this spot. I'm just saying his handling of this. No, I think, I think to he totally botched this, and it's terrible. So what do we think the thinking was? I, I, Joey, I know you've had a theory that the, he gave into the crowd, but the like pregame, because his that did come out that he planned to play both. What was the thinking there? That, that's what I can't – I'm trying to get into that, right? Like, I don't believe that, does, by the way. I don't believe yeah. that for a second. But they had, but that came out before the, the, the switch happened, It right? did, before think, the game. Yeah. Yeah, so Buck and Aikman would have run but, with that for no reason. But there was also the perf- perfect opportunity. So if Mac Jones is playing well, they're not playing Zappy. They're not doing that. And he also said that in the second half, both were going to play, and that was not the case either. Well, that's true. That was a lie, too. Yeah, I don't really believe all of that stuff. 
I don't know. And I just don't know, like, how awkward is that at halftime with both those guys, like, trying to work on scheme? And it's like, Bill Belichick has made this so awkward. I mean, these are adults. Imagine if, like, you were doing this with one of your coworkers. It's just, it's too distracting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think this is, ugh, it's just annoying. I don't like it. All those people thought they got a great number in the moment on Zappy for offensive rookie of the year, and now he's not even starting the next week after this the uh, the Hall of Fame celebration at halftime. Right? It's it's interesting, but it doesn't mean yeah. he won't go back to Zappy. But maybe he saw enough. He saw enough. I'm like, okay, you had your chance. We we need we got you gave us that spark, and then in the second half you melted. The weird part is. It, it almost pointed to that Mac wasn't hundred percent. That that's why if we go off the original idea, he was going to play both. Then why even play him? That's the part that strikes me as confusing. What, why, why is he even suiting up? Just let him play, and then Mac would back hundred percent this week. By the way, right. last year Zach Zach Wilson, two games against the Patriots, zero touchdowns, four picks, thirty-seven point one passer rating. I mean, it was Ooh. it was sad watching him last year against Belichick. I just this is a bad spot for the Jets off the injuries. Belichick off a loss. I'll be on the mm-hmm. Patriots. Zach Wilson, yep. INT. Oh, it's got to be like minus 180, oh, minus 200. It's going to be very high. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, more injury stuff. How about this Falcon stuff? That's why this line keeps coming down, right? You got PJ Walker on one side coming off the best performance of his career. I'm not saying he can back it up. Chances are he won't. I mean, that's, right. it would be unfair to ask for that. But the Falcons are missing so many players. They are a bad defense to begin with. And now looks like Hayward's out. We'll see if Terrell's out. He was a question going into the last game. Then he exited early, right? I believe that was a concussion. I forgot if it, what the exact injury was. But, man, I know it's P.J. Walker, and it was a different setup last week going against Burrow and company. But I don't know that I can lay more than a field goal with the with the way the Falcons are set up right now. What are we down to now? We're are we still in the four and a half range? Yeah, I think four it was and a half. Four. four. Four and a half, okay. I understand your point, and the injuries are a factor. I just feel like we might be getting a little discount here because of the results last week. Sure. Right, a week ago, the Panthers are the worst team in football. They're tanking. We, we, I think we discussed whether they win a game the rest of the season. And they go out and beat the Bucs, and it's like, whoa. And the, and the Falcons lost. So it's like the two teams don't feel that far apart. Two weeks ago, they felt really far. I wonder what the look-ahead line on this game was. It was six and a half. Hmm. So two points. Did, are we, yeah. did we change two points in a week? I mean, maybe the injuries certainly play into that. But, I mean, the teams are the teams. Yeah. Right, right. Man, both the def- See the the Carolina defense isn't terrible. Like they're 7th in success rate. Um they do well against the run and that's obviously the strength of the Falcons. They're going to keep on running it. Hmm. Why do why Just do we think the terrible game. Terrible game. Oh, yeah. I not don't want to watch it. Um why yeah. don't why aren't the Jaguars three-point favorites? I keep looking at that number, two and a half. It feels like we're getting a good number. We're all, I think we're on the Jaguars this week, as most of us. Yeah. It's yeah. a neutral site game. Last week, the Jaguars were three-point favorites 
against the Giants. The Giants are better than the Broncos. I know they were at home. This is neutral site, so you have that. But why aren't we at three yet? What's going on? Why aren't we? I mean, I think the question is pretty telling. Why aren't we at three with a two and five team? Like we should be favored by more with this two and five team that can't seem to finish games. Like the metrics love the Jaguars, love right. them, and that's why people keep betting them. Like the offensive numbers, some of the defensive numbers, the overall team numbers are really good. It, you yeah. would think that they're five and two instead of two and five, but they haven't been <laughs> able to to win games yet. They've been really unlucky, and it's like they just keep trying to find ways to lose, and they really should be a much better team, but their record does not reflect that. Um, And who knows, with Russell Wilson's health, I don't think he's going to be moving outside of the pocket a lot. I don't know with that hamstring what he's going to do, and if he's not running around, then he stinks. (laughs) So (laughs) I, I like the Jags in this situation. So I Jags guess it's rough for me because all signs are that Wilson's going to be on the field. He's doing high knees on the plane. Yeah. Well, yeah. the look ahead is three, and that was last week when Rippon was playing, right? So look ahead's three. Yeah. Now the line's two and a half, and all signs point to Russell Wilson playing. Are they telling us that like there's not much of a difference at all between the two after we saw Rippon be bad? Well, I mean, you have the high knees. Let's not forget that. High knees on the plane over the Atlantic. That, that's part of all I this. Mean, the drinking, the high knees? He's drinking the high knees? And he's doing high knees? I, God, have you seen just the public take a turn, such a sharp turn on an athlete like this? And it's open season with ex-players that are now are on TV that do, right? We see them post-game, ESPN. Yeah. I saw Keyshawn Johnson a clip this morning. Like, this stuff must have been out there in league circles for a while. This guy's a fraud. People don't really like him. I'm sure his ex Is he a bad guy, though? About it. Is he a bad guy? A bad... It seems like he's just got this, like, I'm better than everyone attitude, and that just yeah. doesn't bode well. You know, it's going to rub everyone the wrong way eventually. Like, yeah, you're a star player, but over time, now now what are you doing? Okay, now you're, now you're struggling. We're going to tell people what's really going on, what he's really like. You know, he's not genuine anymore. Did you guys see the clip? It was uh, Sherman on his podcast with with Marshawn Lynch about trying to call Russell Wilson. No, one time Marshawn mm-hmm. tried to call Russell Wilson to like have a heart to heart when they were playing together, and Sherman joked like, "Yeah, did you go through his handler first? Apparently, he wouldn't take calls. Oh, I directly. heard about that. Like you had you to go to, through like... his person to talk to him as his teammate. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like." That's just. Here's a message for everyone. Be normal. Can you be normal? Just be a human. This is like strange. People are. They also probably resented at that defense that he got the credit. He's the Super Bowl champion quarterback. They're like, we're carrying you, buddy. Well, there's your reason why it's not three, though. That could you could say that's the best defense in the NFL, and I wouldn't argue with you. That's how good they play. I think it's best yep. number one yards per play, the Broncos defense. All right, let's have lightning bets next. Thursday Night Football, our favorite plays for tonight, next on the Beck UL Network.